Welcome back to Catholic Life Everyday, the podcast. Here we'll explore topics related to community, communication, and connection to help you better serve the people of your parish. Every month, our host, John Cardenas, is joined by various experts and special guests who explore topics that help parish leaders encourage their communities in living their Catholic faith daily. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a new episode of Catholic Life Every Day. Hello, everyone. John Cardenas here, and welcome to episode number 11 of the Catholic Life Every Day, the podcast. With me today is Mark Wadiga, my parish app expert here at Diocesan. Hello, Mark. Howdy. How are you? Good, good. It's great to see you, sir. Great to have you back. John, I can't even count to 11. Oh, my goodness. Imagine that. That's right. I'll give you another finger here to add it up. So there you go. (laughs) But anyway, we're excited you're here. And thank you for listening to our podcast. We are going to be talking about the My Parish app and how the app is helping parishes connect with their communities today. We also have a great pleasure of talking to Doug Engeman, Parish Admin at Immaculate Conception in South Dakota at the Diocese of Rapid City. Doug will be sharing his perspective on how the My Parish app is enhancing communication at Immaculate Conception. Now, before we dive in, and as always, let's start with a little bit of prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, thank you so much. Thank you for this great opportunity again, Father, to connect not only with our podcast guest today, but also with the audience listening to this podcast. God of love, you are with us in every transition and change that we explore in our lives. And Father, we gather today to say thanks, to thank you for your gifts, for the talents and skills with you, which you have blessed us every day, Father. We thank you for the experiences that have brought us to this moment, this great afternoon of not only getting to spend time with Mark, but also explore with one of our customers how our products have impacted their communication at their parish. And be with us as we move forward, Father, as always, in the good works that we do in your name. Send your Holy Spirit to guide us. And in the spirit of everything that we do here at Diocesan, we thank you for being our source of creativity, our source of innovation, and our inspiration to communicate with others. We ask this in your holy name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks, John. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Doug, welcome to the Catholic Life Every Day. There we are. There we go. Woo-hoo. Awesome. I got, I got my good side, right? <laughs> Doug, thank you so much for taking the time to join our podcast and sharing your insights on your work with the My Parish app at your parish. So again, grateful for your time. Well, thank you. Thank you, John. I saw a list of some of your other guests and uh, to be on the same marquee as them, it's really an honor for me. So just glad to be here. And thank you. It was hard to stand up next to Father Mike Schmidt and be on the same guest list. Here. So I'm like, I got a ways to go to get there. Oh, my goodness. No, it's a true blessing to have you here. And I can't wait to, uh, you know, talk to you a little bit about your experience with the app and what you've been doing at your parish to inspire and communicate your community through this great tool, the My Parish app. But before we dive in, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do for Immaculate Conception, Doc? 
Yeah, I fell into this position of administrative assistant. I retired uh, beginning the next chapter of my life here uh, this last November and uh, got thinking, what do I want to do with this last chapter? I want it to be meaningful. And I wanted to serve the church that has been there for me my whole life. And I'm uh, just taking these, this concept to our parish priest and uh, called me. And he says, got something I want to kick around with you. And so that's, I guess, the intro to, to my involvement in this process and the use of this app. Here's something you can do, but we got to look at some goals and how do we reach those goals? And uh, of course, I jumped right in. Mark will tell you not. Uh, there's a lot of worship. <laughs> no, that's good. And again, we'll definitely get to that segment of we actually have a lot of good questions, which I'm sure many of our listeners will want to hear from you, someone that is actually working with the My Parish app. What are some of the challenges? What are some of the opportunities? And what are some of the things that your parish is doing differently in order to connect with your community? So I'm looking forward to that discussion. But again, grateful to have you here. Now, I came across the most amazing remark made by Pope Francis on the importance of technology over the past couple of years through this pandemic. I felt that it was appropriate to share in this episode due to the need, the need that we all have to connect, to stay, to inspire others. And when we started planning for this episode, this idea of bringing some of our products that have been known primarily, my parish shop has been around for now seven years, we can say now. Yeah, seven years. So it's been around. So we know that this product, many parishes are using it. And we'll probably get into some of those numbers here in a second for everyone to know how impactful the app has been over the years. But I love Pope Francis's remark. I believe it sums up a good part of our mission here at Diocesan and highlights the many great features that we will some point or another in this episode will discuss about how the My Parish app is helping parishes today. And this is actually a book title, The Church in the Digital. You all may have seen, for those of you that are joining us via Zoom, you might have seen the intro page that had a quote from Pope Francis. This is a book that is not yet released worldwide. It's only been released in Italy. So I'm going to practice a little bit of my Italian. It's, I think it's Ella Chiesa nel Digitale. Ella Chiesa del Digitale, which is The Church in the Digital is the name of the book. I'm not a butcher Italian, but Oh, well. <laughs> so, but again, I quote, the difficult period humanity is going through because of the pandemic has made it clear not only that we will come out of this crisis if we come out of it together, but it has made us realize how useful technological tools and social networks can be. Now, he also points at the many efforts employed to keep human and community relationships alive, including the priests who use technology and social networks to keep people in touch with God's word and offer the possibility of attending mass online. In fact, the Pope said social networks were used to keep in touch, to report needs, to keep us from feeling alone, to activate charitable initiatives, to keep seeing each other's faces as we waited to meet again. This uh, source, again, and for all of you, if you want to research this book or where you can find some of this uh, content, it's the sources of Benedict Mayaki and the Vatican News website. Again, the book is called The Church in the Digital. So again, reading through this, it, it gave that it gave me that inspiration to reconnect us back to some of the tools and services that the diocesan has served. Again, my parish app 
other products that you may know, evangelists here at Diocesan. And the past seven years, our mission has been to connect parishes and finding creative ways. That's the, that's the key word, creative ways on how to help parishes stay connected, not only with family, friends, community, but also the top priority for us over the past couple of years through this pandemic is find ways on how to make it easy for you as a parish to adopt these products. So Mark, it seems like everyone for the most part these days, or at least I know for myself, I'll speak for myself as an example. I feel like everything we've gone back to what we call normal in our communities today. So I know you work closely with customers every day. What are you seeing? What are you, what is your experience with working with parishes that are either adopting my parish app for the first time or are, have used my parish app these past seven years? Before I answer that, John, I want to talk about the quote from Pope Francis that brought me back two and a half years to the beginning of the pandemic oh, yes. and how we were inundated with calls from churches, either that already had the app or churches that wanted to get the app because we need to keep in contact with our parishioners. How can we do this? And I think a lot of churches, both the very traditional church and the, maybe the more liberal church, they, many of them saw the value and saw the way that this technology could be used for the betterment of their church, for the betterment of the parishioners and to build their community. And Doug, I think that's some of where you came in as just a way to expand and reach our parishioners. So to your question, John, we have close to 4,000 apps now. Wow. We've got over a million downloads as of this morning of parishioners, people that are utilizing the app around the country, around the world, all over. And what I see, what I hear from, especially from the new app administrators, the people like Doug who just started is, oh my gosh, this is, this is so much easier to use than I thought it would be. People are intimidated when they see, even on the most basic of apps, there's a dozen or more buttons on the app. And I was like, gosh, how am I going to maintain that? And I tell them it's 15 minutes a week and they don't believe me. They don't believe it. I explained to them, many of those are set and forget. Your mass times don't change. You put them in once. We do that at the time that the app is built. It's set and done. Many of them are automatically feeding. You don't have to worry about loading the daily readings. You don't have to worry about putting the prayers in. They're, they're already there. It just feeds in. Same thing with the news. So what's left is just a handful of buttons. And in many cases, we can automate those buttons, which makes the life of the app administrator really simple. Simple enough to where it can be the church secretary or it can be some volunteer that walked in off the street, wanted to do something to help the church out. And all we have to do is give them the permission. The other things that really come to mind that our church family likes is the customization of things. You know, we can, we can make the background their own. Usually it's just the, the front of the church, which is, it's okay. That's the first people, first thing people see when they go to the church. It's the first thing they see when they go to the app. So we can do that, but there's so much more. Uh, mm -hmm. We can put in custom buttons. So if the, if the church is recording their homily or if they're recording the entire mass, Oftentimes we can automate that into a button. So the app administrator doesn't have to do anything additional. They just post it to YouTube, post it to Facebook, whatever the case is. And it's in the app available for the parishioners to use right then and there. So I love that. I love that. 
we've built thousands, maybe not thousands, we've built hundreds ordering on a thousand or more custom buttons for different churches around the, for the 4,000 different churches that we've built apps for. And it's something we're happy to do. Now that, that leads into my next question to you as a My Parish App Expert, Mark, related to, we just did an episode 10, for those of you listening, if you wanted to get some insights on the National Eucharistic, Cong Eucharistic Congress that's being sponsored by the USCCB. We just had an interview with Dr. Timothy O'Malley just a few weeks ago regarding this initiative nationwide. And of course, many of us maybe listening to this for the first time about the Eucharistic Revival, maybe some of us are already in planning sessions as to how we're going to inspire, connect, connect our community, especially knowing that this event, this initiative is a three-year program. And it's our understanding that the first year will be diocesan, second year will be parish-driven, and then the final year, the third year, will be focused on a national stage where all dioceses will gather in Indianapolis. I'm looking at the app as far as what we've done over the years, and I think in many ways the app has helped parishes through many things, not only just parishes, but also even events that we've done. ICSC, for one, I think at one point we were the leading app for ICSC. What are some of the ways the app can help with this a great initiative? For example, the Eucharistic Revival at a parish level. Are there ways on how diocesan or how we're integrating different features and tools for them to use? Yeah, we have been, and we still are working on creating a couple of resources that can be added into the app. Doug's Parish App and my Parish App are the first two churches to see some of what we've been doing. We have created a, two buttons at this point, one that is based on the Eucharistic miracles throughout the world. And it is phenomenal. It's just a listing. When you look at it at first, at first glance, it's not impressive until you realize that there are so many Eucharistic miracles that have happened here. So true. Everywhere. <laughs> and this list is pretty darn inclusive. And then we've also created a button that is titled Revival. And these buttons are available for anyone. You just need to contact me. But the Revival button is a feed. It has different stories about the Eucharistic revival, about how churches are reacting and how priests are reacting. And it's a resource that I think will be really a great tool for the parishioners. So we have those two buttons that can be added into your app. Call me up. There is no cost for them. It'll give parishioners resources to look into. Another aspect that I think will be, and this is going to come down to the parish administrators, but the messaging is always, in my estimation, the most important part of the app because your message has the ability to buzz people's phones in their pocket, in their purse, <laughs> and make them look. It will draw them into your app. So you can send a message that has a link to this video or send a message with a Eucharistic revival prayer and draw people into your app draw people to that Eucharistic Revival resource or to your bulletin, to your to the daily readings. But I think that is a very hands-on, very important aspect of the app that, that the churches can use in order to bolster the Eucharistic Revival. Now, what if parishes have 
they create, as we know, all parishes organically. Yes, the initiative, here's the tools, here's the resources that USCCB is offering, but then the parish is creating something more organically at their parish. Would there be a way for parishes to call us and request a button, a custom button that is related to specific contact that their parish or custom specific to their community? Sure. So uh, there are better formats to do that and not so good formats. I the best format would be to use what's called an RSS feed. But yes, I am I am always happy when a church calls me up and says, hey, we have this resource on our website that we would like to tap into. Or I found this outside resource that we'd like to use in our app. Is this possible? And I will work with the person and figure out what's there. What do they have? What are they wanting to do? And that's where that list of a thousand custom buttons comes from. It comes from app administrators calling up saying, hey, we've got a news feed. We've got a homily feed. How can we get this into our app? That's the long answer. The short answer is yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. That's wonderful. Now let's bring Doug into the mix because I love to hear Doug's perspective, his ideas of adoption of a new tool for his community, for his parish. I know, Mark, you have worked very closely with Doug in his adoption and their adoption of the app for their parish. So let's talk a little bit to Doug. Doug, can you tell us a little bit about how you and Father came up with identifying a solution to inspire your community to connect and stay connected? Yeah, sure. We, we sat down together, Father and I, and on a yellow sheet of notebook paper, he says, here's my vision, right? Here's what I want to do. And it was quite the vision, I might add. It was exhausting. We, we went through a communication tool, a portal, if you will, to the parish as a whole, right? And you folks just touched on that a little bit. And here's a parish-wide messaging feature that pings your phone. And hey, we have a, a new parish-wide parish message but also specific notifications to specific ministries within our church um, so that we could have kind of a bi-directional communication going there. We, we had an unanticipated opportunity uh, to do a fundraiser. And this happened very quickly as things in parish life do. You know, I'm, I turn 60 next month, so I can vouch for the fact that life moves quick and parish life moves just as quick. So we need a tool to convey information in near real time so we could take advantage of these opportunities as they came along. The other kind of path of the, of the goal list, and this certainly, I can't cover it all today. We required three podcasts, I think. <laughs> We're evangelism, right? We need a tool again. We need to get information to people to inspire them and to encourage them in their own ongoing evangelization. I will include myself uh, in that conversation. I was being evangelized as well although unbeknownst to me as I engaged in this process. So those were, that was evangelize the parish, right? Helping them deepen their prayer and sacramental life and liturgical life. And we also need this tool, one tool, to, uh, to communicate with everybody, both as a parish as a whole and with individual groups. And we sat down and looked at each other and we said concurrently, whew, I quote, end quote. <laughs> so... What are we going to do, right? We have web pages. I'm not dissing web pages. We have social media. We have emails. What's the most efficient tool we can use that will fulfill as much of this as possible? Father then played a little video clip of a parish that was using the My Parish app. And as that clip was being played, 
I went down the checklist that father provided and it checked nearly all the boxes. So I said, I'll do it. I'll do it, father. I'll be the administrator. I'll run with this. I love it. Is there any leader in your thoughts at that point? I really wanted to be a part of it. And at the same time, I knew, right? I've not set up an app before. And so then you were the next link in the chain saying, praise be God for Mark. I mean, that sincerely. <laughs> yeah. What a religion it's down. And I've enjoyed every minute of it. Doug, knowing you and I have spoken many times, knowing that you are a fisherman, I'm impressed that you chose to come out of the water and help the church rather than spend the rest of your days in a river. <laughs> yeah, fishers of men. There yeah. we go. Amen. Amen. Fishes are man. I love it. That's wonderful. Now, after coming up with the goals, you've determined that this is the way to go, Doug. Well, what was the next step after that? Of course, you mentioned Mark being a part of that next step and getting you to adopt and train you and prepare you for that. What do you, yep. how did that, what was the next step? Yeah. So we, we contact, Par I contact Parish App and they connected me with Mark and I didn't know where to start. Mark gave me a lot of the information he just provided the audience today that most of this stuff is there and it just auto feeds. So the daily scripture readings, the prayer list, that doesn't change. Making it your own is what you have to do. Customizing for your parish so then individual parishioners can customize it for themselves. And so we, we went through the setup administrative process, reached out to the parishioners, started to feel out the interest for groups, specific ministry groups. We've got quite the number of them. I prepared some talking points, kicked it up around the table, so to speak, with Father. And then we did what you all call a launch, whereas to say uh, our priest introduced the subject from the pulpit, I believe, on two consecutive Sundays and Saturday night masses, just in case any. And then I believe we also put it in the bulletin at that time, just to get the information out there. Now, normally the next step in a, an ideal situation would be a quote, download Sunday, right? In that, But we didn't have the luxury of that. We had a construction project going on and I thought, oh, here we go. We've hit our first roadblock. We've introduced the product and I and we've got our flyers to hand out to folks. We've done our launch. Now it comes time to do the install. Mm -hmm. And we don't have a venue for that event. And God bless the local chapter of the Knights of Columbus. They had signed on and were using the app in two different platforms, of course, Android and Apple. So we had people very comfortable with installing and setting up apps for people. So as mass was dismissed for the day, we were out there in the little hallway. I was in the middle. The Apple crowd was on the left. The Android crowd was on the right. And so we were able to support people who were interested in installing the app. And there were many. It was very encouraging, very joyful to see that level of curiosity and engagement. Did you have some pocket anyone and steal their phone and install it when they weren't looking? Uh, only Androids. I, I did mention I'm almost 60, right? Only Androids. That's aggressive pursuit of new users on my parish app. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that's how we get our, got our numbers up above a million downloads. That's what it is. That, that spike we saw over the weekend, that's what happened. That's what happened. I love it. I love it. Now, of course, part of our title for this episode is My Parish App and Your Mission. So we've gone through these steps and I'm so appreciative of you giving us your insights as to the planning stage, the discussion I think a lot of our parishes have with parishes of having that one-on-one -on -one with Father and 
we need something new. We need to talk new technology. How do we connect? How do we inspire? How do we get people to connect on a different level, especially with so many of us that are still used to old ways of connecting? So my next question to you related to mission as a new user of my parish app, what have you found personally valuable about the app? What has been an impactful aspect of, you mentioned a few, already mentioned a few areas and how it's helped, but what are some of the other areas that you have found as a new user useful for your parish? Sure. I'll try not to get too emotional. <laughs> prayers, the prayer feature personally. It's one thing to look up prayers or, and commit to saying them. And you mean that, right? When you make, you mean that commitment. But life, right? Life gets in the way. And you realize that the frequency of those prayers and the intensity of those prayers isn't what you want them to be. My parish app, of course, has the prayers, but they have the prayer reminder. So now your cell phone gives you the tone. You've set your reminders, and at the appointed hour, I have no excuse to not say those prayers. One of the, one of the sadder things, in a way, about being nearly 60 is so many have gone on into eternity before you. And we all know that for many of us, we're going to need some purification, and I love those people. So the prayer of St. Gertrude comes to mind. And ping, right? Eight o'clock, standard time. There's this guy named Duck. Well, Duck can say that prayer. Duck, Duck can help. And maybe that prayer was the one that got that holy soul into a place of light, refreshment, and peace. Yeah, the prayer did the work, but the app brought me into the prayer. I can't, I can't say more than that. I don't want to cheer up on a podcast. Doug? That's inspiring. And to me, that's really powerful to hear his story. I've had one story of my own in the past where early on into the My Parish app, this is dated back to 2015. I had just, we had just moved my whole family to Orlando. And I remember getting myself dressed, getting ready for my day to head out and visit a few parishes in Jacksonville. And I remember looking at having my phone, like I usually do, I'll have news going. I'm shaving. All of a sudden, I see the push notification pop in on my phone. Push notification was a parish that I had actually, I was just testing the parish because we were, again, I was getting ready to go visit these a few parishes. This one push notification came through asking for prayers for one of the deacons at the parish. And I dropped everything. I think I have like half of my shave cream on one side still. Dropped everything outside because I'd seen, I think a message read something along the lines that he was in a hospital, something along the lines of that. And I dropped my, my I dropped my, everything. I said, okay, this is time to pray. A brother is in need of prayer. And I got to tell you, that was so powerful for me to start my day. I'm getting ready to start my day, getting ready to hop on a car to travel. And the idea of having a notification from a parish, a customer of ours, someone that I have no clue who it is, it's just a brother who is in need of prayer in a moment of need, what perfect opportunity then have the app alert me, let me know, hey, this is a time to stop, to pause for a second. It takes you but a minute to raise him in prayer, provide him some hope. How beautiful is that? And I'm listening to Doug right now and his experience with the prayer button. Whew, it hits home. So thank you again, Doug. Hopefully your audio is back. Let's test. Are you back? Yes, sir. One, two, three. Hey, perfect. Right. You're back. 
So there we go. So let's continue. So we're just talking about prayer and sharing a little bit of an, an example of my own experience with my parish app in the past. So Doug, continue, please. Sure. And of course, group, the group features. We Our ability to communicate to the parish as a whole, example, the new buttons for the Eucharistic renewal, but now also just things going on within our religious education, our youth faith formation, and our other ministries within the church get a lot of feedback from those groups. Uh, very positive feedback. And we're going to be engaging even more deeply moving forward as parents now join these groups so we can convey in real time what's going on in these classes. I think we've just scratched the surface. That's really exciting to think about. You think you've you think it can't get any better, and then you get you folks and Mark and staff, and and it does. And something, it's not technically an answer to this question, but it's, I'll just give it a plug. Um, everybody there, I'm talking the gals that pick up the phone, they ease the anxiety factor a lot for me. And I feel at the end, whether it's Mark, just the, or the folks connecting me with Mark on a given day, I know that Mark's on my team. He's going to custom build some buttons for me to give me what I need. And there's plenty on the way. Mark's not off the hook yet, I can assure you. <laughs> there's plenty coming, man. There's plenty yeah. coming. <laughs> but just everybody connects me over there with a blessing and a happy, a kind thought. And that goes a long way in my world. Uh, we've got one tool that's just taking us into places that I didn't even know we could go. Uh, about websites earlier, and I want to be clear, we're not dissing websites. Uh, websites have extraordinary content. Our parish subscribes to websites, right? And Mark was able, I didn't want to confuse parishioners right after launch. So Mark custom built a button to take me into a website so that we're not dealing with the perception of competing products, but rather complementary products. Beautiful. And that's, that was some quick thinking over there on the part of the tech folks at my parish. So I think that's my favorite stuff and my favorite processes and the way we all got there. And as I said, more to come, a lot more. No, that's exciting. I love, again, we use, we often use here at Diocesan the word, you mentioned the website versus an app, or we all, we often get asked that question, but truly what the app is doing is enhancing, it's the word, enhancing communication for a parish. It's allowing a parish to take their mission and spread it into a space that we all know for all of us using a mobile device, it's not going away. We just in the past 24 hours, Apple celebrated their new release of iPhone 14. It looks the same. I won't get into that soapbox. But anyway, the point is the phone is here and that device, like Mark said earlier, it's going to buzz. It's going to buzz through messaging. It's going to push a notification, letting your parishioners know what's happening at your parish. And it's only going to enhance the connection of your parish with your community. So I love it. I love that you are ex having a great experience so far, Doug, with the app. And again, I don't know if there's anything else. Mark, do you have anything else to ask Doug today in our podcast? Not really. No, I'm, I think Doug really nailed it especially with his explanation of how the prayers have just jump-started or not jump-started, but really jazzed his faith life. Correct. Correct. Now, Doug, you also said that the future is exciting and the app is a living product, not static. As it should be. I told you there's a lot coming Mark's direction. Uh, he mentioned RSS feeds, and I think that's a good vehicle for us to move into some 
content that we subscribe to and we want to index that content so people can read through these monthly issues of these periodicals and go to other websites as well, again, that we subscribe to whose content is just extraordinary. And so just if you look at those two things coming down the line, accessed via the My Parish app, this is really fun stuff. I We've done an awful lot, but I tell you what, invite me back in a year because <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to be up here with a better Wi-Fi connection, okay? And, and really get, give maybe a year in review. Here's where we were a year ago, but here's where we are now. Like I said, it would be, it'd be quite the frosting on the cake to say, We've, it, we have realized 100% of the goal, not 80%, which by the way, is always in my standard, 80%. That's ambitious, yet it's realistic. We're going to go, we're going to go past the 100% because the dream is expanding now that we, we see what can be. And that's fun. That's fun to be a part of. That's exciting. It's exciting to hear you speak like that, Doug, for us to have worked with my parish out for quite some time. Sometimes we just take it for granted. After doing it day in and day out, I, I can't speak for Mark, but I know for me, I've been able, I've had the great privilege of working with parishes one-on-one, -on -one, uh, helping them introduce the app for the first time, similar to what you, you share with us in the X, sharing flyers, giving information on how to download the app for the first time. So it's exciting to hear your passion, your appreciation for a tool that hopeful, hopefully in a year, we can revisit and see the success that you are experiencing and others at your parish. So thank you so much. I really appreciate your insight, your perspective, especially for our listeners of this podcast today. Thank you, John. Wonderful. I want to thank everyone who's attended. Doug, again, thank you so much for coming on our show and for sharing your time, telling and perspective with our listeners. If this is, again, your first time learning about the My Parish app, I believe I'm going to raise my hand correctly. Here it is. You can use the QR code for those of you that are on our Zoom, live Zoom right now. You can just go ahead and scan that QR code. That will take you directly to the My Parish app. And again, it will just walk you through the steps. If we already have it, of course, again, get, I hope you guys are enjoying the app. And if there's anything that we can do to assist you with the My Parish app, we invite everyone to give us a call. But again, as a reminder for those of you that this, if this is your first time listening to our podcast, or this is the first episode you get to experience through the Catholic life every day, the app, My Parish app is the easiest way to connect with parishioners and inspire Catholic life every day. The My Parish app has provided to all communities the ability to connect with your local parishes, as well as the greater Catholic community through masses, reflections, community prayer, virtual conferences, and great Catholic content, all from one simple dashboard at the touch of a button, easy, simple, and accessible. So again, if you're listening to this podcast today, Again, take advantage of the easiest way to download an app, which is you can text APP at the number 55321, and that will take you directly to your Google Store or your Apple Store to download the free app. And then if nothing else, give it a shot. Try it out. You wouldn't need several parishes around the country that are using it. And if you want to just look at it that way, take advantage of that way of downloading. Or right now, you can download the by scanning the QR code here live with us. So again, take advantage of that opportunity. Give us a call. If you would like to learn more or you have a neighboring parish that's interested in learning more about my parish app, you can call us at 
1-800-242-1017 or visit our website, diocesan.com slash mobile slash myparish, diocesan.com slash mobile slash myparish. Thanks for joining us at Catholic Life Every Day, the podcast. Please visit diocesan.com slash podcast to listen to today's recording anytime you'd like. And be sure to bookmark this page to check back often. We have some fantastic topics and speakers joining us this season, and you won't want to miss that. Catholic Life Every Day, the podcast is produced by Diocesan. For more information, please visit diocesan.com slash podcast. And don't forget to find and like us on social media at facebook.com slash diocesan publications. On behalf of the diocesan family, have a wonderful day and may God bless you all.